Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. Thank you very much for checking in. As always, I'm glad you could be here. My name is Michael, and today we're going to be looking at a topic in which you can practice your listening for English, and hopefully you can learn some good vocabulary as well. I don't have too much to talk about before we get into it today. I mean, as I often do, I would like to remind you about the transcripts. So if you want to have a little bit of help with the reading and the subtitles, then you can check out my website and you can go to levelupenglish.school slash transcript. And there's also a link in the show notes for the podcast. So that's the place to go if you want some help for uh, your reading. So you can read everything I'm saying while I'm saying it. It takes quite a long time to prepare. So I appreciate everyone who does use them and, you know, thanks me and supports me with that. I also get quite a few questions about other things that I'm doing because I think I tend to think that everyone knows, but perhaps some of you maybe listen to the podcast, but you don't know what other things I get up to. So I could quickly just share my YouTube channel. So I have two YouTube channels now. My first main one is called English with Michael, and I'm really, really enjoying posting here recently. So I am posting once a week, and it's usually an outside English lesson where I take you through the countryside or the streets of London and share some English tips or vocabulary with you along the way. It's always really fun, and I'm really happy the channel is growing over there. So check me out on YouTube if you want English with Michael. My second channel I made more recently, this is just for the podcast. And this is just, of course, called Level Up English. Um, You should, again, I'll put a link to that in the show notes for this podcast too. And over there, I post the video versions of the podcast, as well as some little clips where you can watch, you know, short clips of what my guests have been saying. So there's two places you can go if you like YouTube as much as I do. And the other thing that I do every single week is post to my email followers, my email list. So every Thursday, I put a lot of time into making this email where I share news and updates. I also share a little bit of language learning tips. So it might be some motivation It might be something to inspire you or a new idea for your studies. Then I share a little lesson, a vocabulary lesson as well. And then I just talk about things that's going on in my life, like what I'm doing in terms of English. So there's always a lot of value, I hope, in those emails. And if you would like to join, you can find it on the homepage of the Level Up English website. There should be a sign up Uh, bar for you there. And you know, all this information will be in the show notes again. But yeah, there's just a few ways that you could follow me in other places if you want to. No pressure, of course. The other thing I'm not going to pressure you about is today's topic. Because I don't know why, but for some reason, it's 
it can be quite controversial, and that means many people disagree on this topic. But this is something that I care about, and it's something that I've been thinking about doing recently. So I get a lot of requests on the podcast to do more general episodes, and that's not focusing so much on grammar or learning, and just talk about general topics. At first, I kind of thought, well, I don't know if that's really what I want to do, but over time, I've kind of decided that does sound quite interesting. So I'm going to experiment a little bit uh, in the future with more of a mixture of content. So sometimes I might focus a bit more on English, sometimes it might be more general topics. Either way, I'm going to try my best to give you good listening practice and vocabulary expressions. And of course, I'm always happy to answer anyone's questions. But okay, enough delaying, because that was a long intro. Today, I want to talk about diets, and more specifically, the vegan diet. Have you heard of veganism? How popular is veganism in your country? So veganism is a growing trend, some might say a growing diet or lifestyle, perhaps more accurately. And to give a quick disclaimer, anything that I'm saying today, there's no judgment at all. This is just a chance to learn, learn English, maybe learn about a new, a new way of living. But there's no judgment. And that's always good of my philosophy is whatever anyone else does, it shouldn't really be my business. Uh, and that's the way I try to live my life is you know, I, I want to do what's best for me and not have that impact other people uh, unless you know, if they don't want it, of course. So I think it's good, first of all, to go over some definitions and some vocabulary. So first of all, we have vegetarian, and I'm sure many of you will know what this is. Many of you might even be vegetarians, and this is simply not eating meat, not eating any meat or flesh that comes from an animal. And obviously it's very common, and I'm sure most of us know someone at least one person who is a vegetarian. Veganism, that's the that's the whole that's the noun for the entire topic. So we have vegetarianism, veganism. The person would be called a vegan. It's also an adjective for the food or the lifestyle like vegan food. This is one step further than vegetarianism. So this is not consuming or even using anything that comes from an animal. So that would include leather, like leather jackets and fur, that kind of stuff. Regarding food, that would include dairy, so no eggs, no cheese, no milk. And for many people, I think it can sound quite restrictive. But then when you learn about the alternatives, I think it's not too bad. Some more words about different diets. One is fruitarian. This seems very extreme to me, but fruitarian is only fruit and nuts and seeds. I don't know much about it. I've heard a few people who are, but yeah, that's very restrictive, isn't it? Fruitarian, only eating fruit and kind of things from trees like that. That's very difficult, I imagine. Probably much more common that you will come across is a pescatarian. 
pescatarian. This is really common, and it is basically the same as vegetarian, except they also eat seafood. So they don't eat any meat, but they do eat like fish and dairy products. And there's like a kind of a old joke as well. Um, I'm sure pescatarians hate it, but this is a good word as well. This is the word pesky. Pesky means kind of annoying, something like that. It's not related to pescatarian, but some people will joke and say, oh yeah, those pescatarians, they're so annoying. Um, I don't think so, of course, but there's a good word for you. Ah, oh, pesky. Ah, oh, that pesky fly in my room. Another good word ending in Aryan is flexitarian. Flexitarian. This is like a portmanteau, like two words coming together. Flexible and vegetarian. So if you're flexible, flexitarian, that means you mostly eat a diet with no meat, but sometimes you will eat meat or fish and it's not the end of the world. But you're kind of trying to reduce your consumption, but it's, it's not too serious, you know, flexitarian. So there are many more diets, of course, but here's a few of them um, kind of related to animals and sustainability, all that kind of stuff. So the reason I wanted to talk about veganism today is because I am vegan. I've been vegan for maybe five years or so. Maybe I was vegetarian for 10 years now. And it's something, it's like a very, it's a really big part of my life. And I realise I don't often talk about it. So I thought I would share it today and it might be interesting. But I think there are different reasons that someone might want to go vegan. And for some people, it's a combination of all of these. For some people, it's just one. But one of them would be the environment, right? So, you know, I'm not going to make any claims that I'm not really sure about. But I've heard from documentaries and other things that ve a vegan diet is the best for the environment. You know, it uses the least amount of land, the least water, all that kind of stuff. So I think that's why you find a lot of environmentalists, that's someone who cares about the environment, environmentalist, many of them are vegan because it seems to go hand in hand, which means it seems to go well with their beliefs. You know, one example of this, which I think is quite interesting, is growing food for animals turns out to be a net negative, right? Which means much more food goes in to animal agriculture than we get out. Because we have to feed the animals so much food and the calories that we get out from that is less than what we would have if we focused on growing plants in the first place. So there's one example of how it can be bad for the environment to have too much meat. And I think this is kind of a growing trend at the moment and people are starting to catch on to this. Another one, of course, is health, right? I think many people these days are becoming more health conscious, which means thinking and caring more about their health. And it seems that a vegan diet is healthier than many other diets. That's what it seems like anyway. Again, I'm not going to make any claims that I think are not true, but this is just what I've heard. 
Um, again, because I know it is a controversial issue. But yeah, many people claim that it is good for your health. Some of this is anecdotal, which means it comes from anecdotes, meaning a story. So it comes from their own experience. And some of this is from studies and scientific studies and research papers. And it seems that you can live like longer and happier and healthier. And yeah, perhaps that is down to the increase in vegetables and fruits and things like that. So personally, for me, I'm always interested in being as healthy as I can. I think it's quite uh, interesting. Well, it's a hobby for me, I suppose. I like to focus on health. The main reason for me would be an ethical reason. Ethics. So ethics is kind of the study of what is morally good and wrong. What is right and wrong, good and bad. So for example, you could argue that it is ethical to kill an animal for food if you're living in like a place of poverty, for example. Or if you're living in the Arctic where there's no vegetation, there's no trees, and the only food source you have is meat. You could argue that that is ethical because if those people couldn't eat meat, they wouldn't survive, right? In my personal opinion, I mean, certainly in the UK, in like a rich country like the UK, it's not necessarily ethical to kill animals because it's not necessary, right? We don't need to hurt animals to survive. And therefore, my opinion is like, why should we, you know? So I find it difficult to morally justify eating meat when there's no need to. Yeah, I also think a lot of people have been focused more on this recently because of things like the pandemic, the rainforest destruction, deforestation. So remember, D means remove. Forest means like the woods, the trees. So deforestation is cutting down the trees. And a lot of this happens because of, you know, having land for animals and things like that. And of course, most pandemics in recent history or even history have been caused by things like factory farming and that kind of stuff. And factory farming is this kind of process where animals are kept in really close quarters. I mean, it's really close together and it is a kind of a breeding ground for viral infections and diseases. Yeah, I don't think I need to say, I'm not an expert on this, but <laughs> I've watched a lot of um, documentaries recently that kind of talk about this. So it's very interesting to look into, but yeah, I'm not a person to be educating on this really. So maybe now we can move on to some dishes, some kind of ingredients and some foods. So one of the best things for me about going vegan is it's encouraged me to cook a lot more. And rather than just cook something very simple and boring, it's kind of encouraged me to be a bit more creative and try foods that I would have never normally tried. I've had a lot more things like Thai food and, you know, foods from other countries uh, that perhaps much more easy or are much more easy to make without meat. And I don't know if I would have tried that before. Also ingredients such as tofu and tempeh, which come from soybeans. And they are, I just love them so much. I think they're amazing. A really good kind of 
typical vegan meal. And this is, I, I don't know if it's a good example of what someone who follows this diet and lifestyle might eat, but this is something called a Buddha bowl. Buddha as in the, like, the religion, Buddhism. A Buddha bowl, as far as I know, is basically like a bowl of salad. So it's like having a one bowl meal that will include things like vegetables, plant proteins, uh, rice maybe, or beans, nuts or seeds, something like that. Um, so it's like a bowl of all of your things for the meal in one place. And this is, here's a good word for you, they are usually very Instagrammable. <laughs> Instagrammable. So that means people usually make them really like to look beautiful, very colourful, lots of variety, very healthy, and it's kind of the perfect dish for Instagram. So if you Google a Buddha bowl, you'll see what I mean. And they are very, they're very pretty, but I don't know, my food doesn't tend to look that nice. <laughs> for those of you who either live in London or want to come to London in the future, you'll also notice that veganism is really, really popular here in London. There are so many restaurants that now serve vegan things and many restaurants are claiming to increase the vegan options in their menu. Some places even going fully vegan. Um, it's really like a big thing here. And I know other places in the world, it may not exist at all, but in London, it really is quite huge. So yeah, I recommend trying it when you come to London at some point, give it a go, try some kind of vegan restaurants and see what you think. I'm sure you'll be pleased. But yeah, maybe you guys can let me know in the comments of this uh, podcast episode or by email, you know, how popular is veganism where you are? Do you know anyone who has one of the diets I mentioned before, like vegetarian, pescatarian, fruitarian, flexitarian? Um, or maybe you follow one of these diets. I'd love to hear your opinions on these diets and what you think is best for you and your body as well. So it's kind of an open discussion. Again, no pressure. I don't want to, my aim wasn't to sound like I'm uh, lecturing people today. I just wanted to share this topic that I'm interested in and hopefully it's been good listening practice as well. So thank you for sticking with me until this point. What I tend to do at the end of an episode is say a quick thank you to some nice podcast reviews, then leave you with a quote from my Level Up English Instagram page to hopefully give you some inspiration for the week. So first of all, I want to thank, uh, let's start with Nora from Uruguay. And she left a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And she said, thanks, Michael. Uh, about these methods. It helps me to learn more how to improve my reading. But I have a question about idioms. Is it important to learn idioms in English or not necessary? May you please do a podcast about idioms? Thanks, Michael. This is a great and wonderful podcast. So I'm happy that you like it, Nora. That's really kind of you. Um, for, mo for the future, I would say if you have a question, email is the best place because I don't check the reviews so often and you know normally I'll check it at the end of an episode I don't have much time 
very quickly now I can say it depends. I mean, idioms are used, I think, in every language sometimes. So it's good to learn them. But maybe you can just focus on learning them in conversation. You don't have to, you know, learn a thousand of them to talk, but learn them gradually. Um, I think they are useful, but, you know, don't worry about them too much. I also had a podcast review from Amoli, Amoli2 from Saudi Arabia, and they said, thank you very much for the amazing podcast. My request is to do more podcasts with general subjects, like talking about island, for example, or about food, technology, or something like that, because I really need someone who talks about general things with clear and slow speaking, like you do, so I can understand and take more vocabulary in different subjects. That's really timely and a really good review to hear because that's exactly what I'm trying to do at the moment. I'm still going to do some regular episodes, but I've got a few planned for this month where I'm covering different episodes. And I am going to do one about food. There's a spoiler, a preview for you. So yeah, good request. And I'm actually, I am going to follow your request. Okay, so to end today's episode, I'm going to give you one quote from Instagram. And this week, it is a quote from Claude Bernard, or Claude Bernard, maybe. I often don't know who these people are, but <laughs> that's just my lack of knowledge. They said, it is what we already know that often prevents us from learning. Okay, have a think about that. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. And I'll see you in the next one. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.